So here we are, week 14. Season is just flying by us. <coughs> um, so last week I ended the podcast saying that we would have our exact numbers on our picks this week. And we had a pretty good week last week, so we're definitely going to do that. Yeah, I apologize. I said we were hitting at about a 75% clip, and last week we were only at 74%. Um, but Jacqueline, you carried us, man. You were 83%, 10 and 2. I was only seven and four at sixty three percent. Combined, it's seventeen and six at seventy four percent. You you had an awesome week. Kind of ties into the t shirt you're wearing. I like that one. I did. I've had this for a while since you uh, stole my t shirt bit. I figured I'd bust this one out. Can you turn a little bit? I can read the whole thing and say, "Knows more about football than most dudes." I'd have to concur. <laughs> um, and Steve, you have your water boy shirt on. I've never seen the movie, but. I know I had to tell you it was Waterboy. Bob, who's Bobby Boucher? I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I know who Brian Bob. Boucher is. That's about it. Brian Boucher is a hockey goaltender for the Flyers. One of my all-time faves. Bobby Boucher is the Waterboy. Maybe I'll bust out the Boucher jersey for the next podcast. Oh, God. Just for shits and giggles. It's a, it's, you got to stay on topic. That's hockey. This is a football podcast. All right. So moving on, week 14. Um, all right. So <clears throat> no bye weeks this week. So we have a full slate here. We're going to cover some of the games a little quicker than others. Um, but let's start at the top. No Tuesday or Wednesday games this week so far. <laughs> um, so, all right. First game up is Green Bay at Detroit. And I don't know why these games are in this order, if that's a four o'clock game, but whatever. Um, so this is a division game. Yes. Okay. Um, and they met the North in, um, week two this season when Green Bay won 42 to 21. The line opened at minus seven and a half. It's at minus eight and a half in favor of Green Bay. And, um, Green Bay has won the last three matchups. So... It's kind of a lot of points, but I think I got to take Green Bay on this one. It's only going up to um, see a flash at nine and a half. Really? And this is Friday night. Um, yeah. So I guess the one thing that you can run on both of these teams, and Aaron Jones actually had a monster game when they met in week two. He had um, three touchdowns, two rushing, one receiving, over 200 total yards. Um, so the one thing that would, for me would be whether or not, um, Swift plays for Detroit, um, that might make me, um, a little nervous about taking it at eight points, but otherwise I think you got to go green Bay. What do you think? Yeah, it's easy. If you look at this team, uh, this game, obviously green Bay is the, the better team. So it's hard to like Detroit. We talked about Matt Patricia getting fired and last week was one of, I think we we're both on Detroit. Um, and they came back and won the game outright. 
But um, I, I don't really have a – I agree with your assessment. I think it might be a little bit too many points. This is a division matchup, so it tends to play tighter, even though the first game was a blowout. Uh, but it's, I don't really have a pick here. All right. All right, so moving on, game two is Tennessee at Jacksonville. Um, line is steady at minus seven and a half in favor of Tennessee. These two teams also met in week two of this season, and Titans won that 33-30. to 30. Um, I think Tennessee wins. I hope that they um, obviously had a miserable first half performance last week against the Browns. Um, so I hope they come into this game a little more prepared. Um, I had thought that week two would be a monster Derrick Henry game, and it wasn't. So I'm hoping it will be this this time around. Um, although I do have to say in the two games that Glennon has started for Jacksonville, they lost both games, but by scores of uh, 27-25 and 27-24. Um, so he is keeping them in these games. So Tennessee's defense, obviously not very good. Um, so it could be a close game. What are your thoughts? Uh, very similar to, well, the prior game where we talked about it was too many points. I, I think um, we started at nine and a half and it's bet down to seven and a half. But I made the comment before, I don't really like Tennessee as a big favorite. Um, they don't really play well as a big favorite. So I, if I had to take a team here, I'm taking Jacksonville. I agree. Glennon has them scoring points and keeping it close. I think more than a touchdown here is too much. Um, you know, I'm not saying I'm in love with it. I do like Tennessee in general, but I'm going to stick with the philosophy that I don't like Tennessee as a big favorite, especially on the road. Um, I would take, I would say a small play on Jacksonville, but I'm not in love with it. And come Sunday, I probably will like Jacksonville a lot more. All right. I'm going to say that Tennessee comes to this game a little more focused and I would watch the line, see what happens, but I would take it up to seven. That's at seven and a half right now. That hook makes me nervous. Yeah. I hate locking into a cover, but won't win. But I think that's what we have here where Tennessee wins the game, but they don't cover. All right. Um, next game up, Dallas at Cincinnati, um, opened at minus three in favor of Dallas. It's at three and a half. Um, this is an Andy Dalton revenge game. Um, I don't know that I have much else to say about this game other than that. Um, and that doesn't, um, steer me in one direction. I will say, I do think that since Joe Burrow went down, it kind of seems like Cincinnati's playing better defense. Um, not that they have a great defense, but they've held, um, teams in the two games to 19 points. Well, like Jacksonville, games. they're keeping games close. Uh, well, I wouldn't say, I mean, Cincinnati, they've only had one passing touchdown in each of those two games. Uh, last week, they only scored one touchdown and that was kind of a fluky play. I think where, um, Tyler Boyd caught it and took it to the house, like 72 yards. Um, <clears throat> and in the other game, they had uh, only one passing touchdown as well. So the I Giants don't... game, the game before that, I think it was the Giants. Yeah, and I think they had a um, like a covered? special. Well, they had a special teams touchdown in that one. Um, they did. So I don't really see them putting up a lot of points, but they've kind of been holding the other teams down. Um, so I think if I had to make a pick, I would take Dallas, but I don't feel good about it. 
You have any thoughts? Yeah, this is a play for me, and it's Cincinnati. Really? Yeah, it's against Dallas. I mean, Dallas is more than a field goal. They're three and a half favorite on the road. Dallas sucks. I know Cincinnati sucks, but I'm going to take the points, the philosophy of two bad teams, take the points. I'm mm-hmm. taking Cincy. Um, the one thing that would make me feel better about Cincy is if they had, because Dallas has been getting run all over um, lately, but uh, Cincinnati doesn't really have a run game. They don't have Mixon and um, Gio Bernard's, you know, more like the pass catcher. I'm usually down with the revenge philosophy, but I almost feel like this is the opposite. Like it's Cincinnati's revenge on Andy Dalton because Andy Dalton couldn't get them uh past round one in the playoffs in any of the years that he made the playoffs so i almost feel like it's cincinnati that's going to get the revenge on the red rifle all right so i'm on dallas you're on cincy yep you want to make it a bet no okay i don't feel that good about it arizona heads to the new york giants arizona is a three-point favorite on the road uh to open um, but you see, it's it's bet down to two and a half points right now on Friday night. Where are you getting your opens from? Because my opens are not matching up to what you're saying. Getting it from right here. Boom, yeah, boom, on the paper and on the website. Seven. You got three right here. Huh. I must have printed this out wrong. And it's still free in a handful of the places. I don't know what I did here. All right. Anyway. Um, okay. So do you have a pick here? Uh, well, do you have anything you want to say about this game? Because I don't. I don't I like Arizona. The Giants also suck. Everybody's on the Giants. Like well, there's some like world beater. They've won a co- like four games in a row, five games in a row. I get it. But um Arizona is a much better team than the Giants. I know you, Daniel Jones is coming back. Well, um, so I think he's going to, is he coming back? Definitely. He's questionable now. All right. Well, if he comes back, he's going to be rusty. And, um, you know, I know they won last week and they beat Seattle. I think that was a fluke. Was it that's a fluke? why a lot of people, well, we're going to find out. I think that's why a lot of people are on the Giants here. And um, I'm taking Arizona. I like Arizona. I think Arizona um, needs the win. Here. Do you worry about Kyler Murray though? He's only getting healthier, right? Well, I guess, but is the shoulder like an issue? Um, I would say if or they struggle like, against the Giants and lose the game, then we could start. Then I'll start to get worried. Or I don't is think it, it's going to be a problem? Or is it just a, a defensive adjustment that um, teams are making to kind of keep him contained? No, I think you got to look at who they're playing. They played New England two weeks ago. The, the guy knows how to play running quarterbacks, right? He knows how to defense against them, Bill Belichick. Right, but who did the Cardinals play last week and lost? The Rams? <laughs> Another stud defense. Well, the Giants are pretty They're good defense. Better. I mean, you wouldn't call them a stud defense, but they've been holding their own. So, I don't know. I think you're taking the Giants the way it sounds like you're arguing with no, my pick. I'm not. I like Arizona. Who do you like? I like Arizona if I knew that Kyler Murray was like completely healthy. I think it could be like a letdown. Like the Giants had the big victory last week. Nobody thought they were going to beat the Seahawks. Um, so I definitely would take Arizona, but I have concerns that maybe Kyler Murray isn't a hundred percent. If the Giants beat Arizona, I'll start to consider the Giants as legitimate. 
How about that? Is that fair enough? But right now, I still don't feel like they're legitimate. I mean, Cleveland's starting to make me a believer. I hate on Cleveland after last week's game. Yeah, um, we'll talk about that later. You know, it's the same thing. The Giants stink. I don't think it is, but okay. All right. So next game, and I'll let you read the lines because I don't know what I did with my printout here, but I don't think it's right. So, um, so Houston's going to Chicago. It's a one o'clock start. Houston is a one and a half point favorite. Your thoughts? So um, David Johnson, who just came back, I think last game, is now out on the COVID list. Houston's running back. <clears throat> yes. Um, you have Brandon Cooks and Kiki Cutie are questionable. Say that again. No. Um, they're also pretty banged up at cornerback. So I have some concerns about their ability to move the ball against Chicago. Um, so I am on Chicago here. Yeah. Chicago's lost a bunch in a row, five or six, isn't it? Uh, six in a row. So you got to think that they're due. They're five and seven. Remember they were, they were five five and one. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think they're better with Mitch Trubinsky. They put up a pretty good fight last week. I think it was kind of a fluky thing that um, Detroit came back and won that game. So, But I think they can move the ball against Houston. They don't have a really good defense. Um, so not that I like taking Chicago, but I'm taking them here. Yeah, it's not a play for me. I, I want to take Houston. You know, I take Houston almost every week. I like them. But uh, uh, it's two bad teams again. I think if I, if I you put a gun to my head, I'm taking Houston. Okay. I, I do not ride with Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> um, so the next game is Denver at Carolina, and I'm not sure what the deal is with this game, that it doesn't seem like, and a lot of the books have it up. Um, I think Carolina has some issues with COVID. Um, I know that um, DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel are on the COVID list. And they have two defensive tackles as well. Um, so I assume that's the reason that this is kind of off the board. And I don't really have much to say about this game. I mean, I see two lines, two areas here, two casinos that have it off the board. The rest of them have a line. So it opened up as a minus four for Carolina down to three and a half, three in some places. Actually, there's a two and a half flashing too. So it looks like it, the line's moving down to Denver. Uh, you know, without the COVID knowledge or who could be impacted, it's a tough one. I would lean towards Carolina, but it's not a play for me. Okay. Um, so next game up is Minnesota at Tampa Bay. And this is at minus six and a half in favor of Tampa Bay. And this is probably the first game that I really like on the card. <clears throat> um, I think you got the Bucks coming off of the bye. Hopefully they've worked out some of the kinks maybe between Arians and Brady. Um, Bucks Mike, have Mike been, Evans questionable. Uh, I don't know that he's questionable. He did not participate in practice the other day, but there, I heard on the radio today that he's good to go. So we'll see. Um, I don't think that affects anything. Um, but He's one of those guys that powers through most injuries and yeah, plays on Sunday. not a big Mike Evans fan. I almost think that he hurts them because they, Mike Evans is looked at as the guy that's been there for the longest out of respect, they're trying to get him involved in the game, and it looks like he's forcing it too much. I almost was hoping that he wasn't going to play so that they could well, would have been run great. with Antonio yeah. Brown and then Godwin on the in the middle. Um, so the Bucks have the number one defense against the run, which is obviously what Minnesota wants to do. 
Um, so if they can't get Dalvin Cook going, I think it sets up well for Tampa Bay. Um, maybe they get a little pressure on Cousins, make them uncomfortable. Um, so I'm taking Tampa Bay, and I feel pretty good about it. I do, too. I love Tampa. I think with it, it's a get-right game for them. Minnesota's kind of the Jekyll and Hyde. They haven't looked as strong. Their uh, secondary is not very good, so Brady should be able to move the ball. And, and they've lost two in a row. Right, Tampa's lost two in a row. Um, I like Tampa a lot, especially if it stays under a touchdown. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. So Kansas City is next. They're going to Miami. This is a, a pretty good game, actually. I'm going to be interested to see what happens here. Kansas City, seven and a half point favorite at opening. Now I'm seeing seven at most places. Still seven and a half at others. This is a tough one, huh? Miami is my guys. And Kansas City looks about the best team in football right now. You know, it's funny because I, I read an article online earlier and it almost seemed like they were like planning that like Tua was going to start this game. But because Kansas City was going to go up, that it would end up with Fitzpatrick in the game trying to bring him back, which I thought was kind of strange. Um, so I kind of like that vision. Well, I would feel pretty good about taking Kansas City. Um, but the fact that if Fitz comes back, comes in the game to try to bring him back, that kind of worries me because, you know. Well, the problem with Kansas City is if that's you're going into that attitude and say Tua plays the first half, they could they could be down by 30 in the first half. I still don't know what to make of Tua. <coughs> and I went back and I was looking at some of the scores. I mean, he has put up some, some touchdowns. Um, He's played like a rookie quarterback. I mean, a lot of the games that they've won, they, they played great defense. They've got a couple special teams and defensive touchdowns. Yeah. Um, so he is going through that rookie struggle and I, you know, we've talked about it before. I kind of like the, the light. I like the Dolphins a lot more with fits in there right now, but understanding that the future is with Tua, um, they're making this move. Yeah. So I haven't really seen enough of him. Um, I mean, Kansas city is, is their secondary is pretty good. They're kind of more vulnerable to the run, which I mean, Miami doesn't have like a real strong run game. Um, as but good as Miami is, I almost worry like this is a uh, smack in the face, like you're not ready for prime time yet from Kansas City coming in here. Well, that's what I kind of because it, the article was written by like the Kansas City side, almost like Andy Reid is preparing his team to see both quarterbacks. So on the basis that they would be out of it and bring Fitz in to try to bring them back into it. Um, so I thought that was interesting. I tried to look up to see if there was any stats, um, Andy Reid versus rookie quarterbacks, but I couldn't find anything. Yeah, I wonder um, if that's over preparing because you're basically saying we're going to dominate so much that the backup's going to come in at some point. And if you have that attitude, they could take them for granted and end up getting smacked in the face early in this game. So I, I would worry about that. Well, I feel like, I mean, Kansas City obviously is a pretty high-powered offense, but they haven't necessarily been blowing teams out. I mean, a lot of these games have been close. Who did they play last week? Um, was it Denver? And uh, it was a pretty pretty close game, much closer than I had expected. Um, so. Yeah, I, I should be all, with the way I've taken Miami all year, I should be all over Miami here. But staring in the face of Kansas City again, I feel like this could be a setup. It's not really a play for me. It's it's two good teams, two teams that I like. Um, not a play. Not a play. 
I think I would take Kansas City at seven. Okay. You want to move on? Yep. Um, so next game up is Indy traveling to Las Vegas. And I'm like reversed over here. Indy's two and a half point favorite opening and now it's three. So yeah. it's going up. People are taking Indy. Um, it's in Las Vegas. So, I mean, Las Vegas is just so inconsistent for me. I mean, they struggled to beat the Jets last week. Um, they won on that final play, which got Greg Williams fired, which I just think is hilarious. Um, so, but then I could see them. They did have two games where they traveled to the East Coast. Um, so now they're going to be back at home. They seem to put up a better fight against better teams. So I could see this being a more competitive game out of them. Um, but my initial take was Indy. What are your thoughts? Yeah, we've talked about, you know, Indy and Tennessee kind of being a theme. And I fully expected to come in firing on both teams this week. But I'm not on Tennessee because it's too many points. And I'm not going to do it on Indy here. I'm actually going to go the other way. I like Vegas. I know they're Jekyll and Hyde and it's hard to figure out. But I think to your point, they traveled uh, west to east. Struggled against the Jets team and really should have lost that game. Um, so I don't like the way that they're playing, but I, I expect them to bounce back, be another Jekyll and Hyde. And um, I like Vegas here. I think they're being overlooked. I think a lot of people, money's going to come in on Indy. And uh, I'm going to step out on a limb. And I, again, I like Indy in general and have taken them most weeks. I think from an ebb and flow of the season standpoint, this is Vegas. The one thing you got to remember is the playoff picture here, right? So we talked a couple of weeks ago, it was Baltimore Raiders and Miami. Right now, Miami has one game up for that final playoff spot over the Raiders and Baltimore. So the Raiders and Baltimore really need to win to stay pace with, with Miami. And you would think coming into this week that Miami would lose since they're a seven point dog uh, to Kansas city. So they should be laser focused here. Well, they should be, um, but they should have been against Atlanta and they should have been yeah, against agree. the Jets. I agree. It, so I just don't trust them. They're not trending well, but this is the NFL, right? And a lot of times from week to week, it's like Jekyll and Hyde trying to pick that. And that's really what I'm trying to do is jump into the ebbs and flows of the season. And that's where this pick is coming from. I'm, I'm going to take Vegas here. Now, what did Indy do last week? They um, won against Houston, right? Yeah. 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 So. And I'm not sure they should have won that game. But, uh, you know, I, anyway, I'm, I'm, they're going on the road. They're going to Vegas. All right. Yeah. I just, I, I can't. So I can't is this a play it. for you or no? no? Mm -mm. Okay. See the little question mark. All right. Let's go sheet. to the next one. All right. So next game we have the Jets going to Seattle. And this, I see it as minus 14 in favor of Seattle. So, I mean, it could be a monster game for Seattle. I mean, I'm just thinking DK Metcalf um, is going to have a monster game. But that's a lot of points. So, I mean, I definitely think Seattle wins. I mean, Seattle, it's kind of that team I feel like in past seasons, they kind of started out slow and then came on towards the end. And I almost feel like this season they're kind of doing the opposite. They came out strong and now they're kind of like trailing off a little bit. Um, Do you give any credence to the fact that Williams got fired? You know, I know he's well, not the head coach, and we've talked a lot about the head coaches getting fired and the team's playing, but he's, I think he's kind of a, a, a player's coach. 
Who? Williams? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I There were some players that came out with comments about that call on that play. Oh, it was a stupid call. That got him fired. You could love the guy and still tell him that it's a stupid call. You don't blitz when you're try- <laughs> in that situation where it's the last play of the game. I don't know. Is he a player's coach? I mean, he seems like kind of a jackass to me. I mean, I know he's a kind of a badass, but I think the players tend to like him. You know, he was the guy that was putting bounties on players <laughs> for right. the Saints. So, um, Kind of a little bit of a dirty. Yeah. So, I don't know. And I, I don't think too many points, to be honest with you. Yeah, just, I I, how can you love the Jets? They don't have a freaking win this season yet, right? Um, I'm not saying that they're going to win the game, but 14 points with Seattle, especially as bad as they looked Seattle? against the Giants last week. You got you got New York, New York, right back, back to back for Seattle. Well, I don't think Seattle's going to have any trouble scoring. I just wonder if the Jets can put up some points. But mm-hmm. I think the Seattle defense has been playing better. It's just a lot of points. Yeah, I just I can't take Seattle the way they've been playing. They've cooled off tremendously. Yeah. Um, this I is kind of like the opposite of what Seattle usually does. Seattle usually struggles in the beginning of the season. What did I just say? Were you listening to me like uh, two minutes really ago? I wasn't listening to That's you. exactly what I said. Yeah, I wasn't really listening. Okay, great. <laughs> Clearly. Um, yeah. So, all right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I could take it at 14. That's a lot of points. Yeah, I'm not going to play it, but if I had to, I'd take the Jets. I'd be careful if you're looking to make a move on Seattle here. Too and many just, points. I refuse to take Actually, you know what? I'm taking the Jets. Put I it down refuse. as a pick. Too many points. All right. Um, so next game up is Atlanta traveling to LA. Um, Julio Jones is out for Atlanta. And what is the line on this? Dear. Two. Two. Okay. Up to two and a half in some places with Atlanta being the favorite. They opened up as a uh, pick em. Well, I guess that's a reaction to um, the brutal loss that the Chargers suffered last week at the hands of Bill Belichick. Um, Talk about Jekyll and Hyde. Just look at what the Patriots did on Thursday night, right? They won, what, 38 to nothing, 40 something to nothing? 45. 45 to nothing against the Chargers, then turn around and get their butts kicked by the Rams. Well, and I'm glad that that was the Thursday night game because I was going to be all over the Patriots in that one. Yeah, should we tell them? Uh, I had the Rams. You had the Patriots. <clears throat> I did. I thought that um, Belichick versus McVeigh was going to be another. But it didn't work out that way. So, but anyway. Um, so I think both of these teams can put up some points. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Chargers here. I think they're the better team. Both teams kind of have a way of losing games in ridiculous fashion. Um, but I would think it would be kind of a get right spot for the Chargers coming back home after a brutal loss and taking on a team that you can definitely move the ball against. Your thoughts? The NFL commissioner could revoke their right to play this game because they both suck so bad and I wouldn't care. No pick. Okay. I like Justin Herbert. Um, all right. So next game, <laughs> the New Orleans Saints. G-L-E-S. Um, did you know that Jason Peters has been ruled out now for the rest of the season? Thank God. Hopefully for the rest of his career. That guy is done. Stick a fork in him. Okay. Jason Peters. Please. I feel like this is like a bad spot to start Jalen Hurts. 
Why? Because you're going up against the best defense in the NFC? Yeah, pretty much. Malcolm um, Jenkins about to get his revenge out on the Eagles? Oh, there you go. Oh, about revenge game. Malcolm Jenkins talking trash on the general manager for not bringing him back. Oh, I like it. And I think he's right. <laughs> well, you had me a little worried that this could be like, you know, maybe that game that nobody expects the Eagles to win. And I don't know what to make of the Eagles with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. Um but I know that you can't really run the ball on the Saints. So if they're going to win, it's going to have to be um, him. And I mean, obviously we have Taysom Hill on the other side. So, you know. Um, the but, way Wentz is playing, there's no way in hell they win this game with him at quarterback. So, I mean. But I kind of see like, I don't know if it was last year or the year before you guys played uh, the Saints in New Orleans and it was brutal. It was like a 45, 48 to 7 beat down. And I kind of see that again with a little less points on the Saints side because it's Taysom Hill, not Drew Brees. But I think it's going to be brutal. And I like that whole Malcolm Jenkins thing. Well, because Malcolm Jenkins is coming back to town, I'm probably going to surprise you on this pick because I, I am going to make a play on this one. Um, the way I envision this game going is the Saints are not going to score that much in Philadelphia. If it was Drew Brees, we'd be talking a different scenario here. But I think that the Eagles can defensively scheme and play well against Taysom Hill. Um, do I think they're going to win the game? No. But I can, could, can't you envision like a 20 to 10 score late in the fourth and Jalen Hurts comes down against a prevent, scores a touchdown to backdoor this? You know, who knows? Second half, who knows how bad he looks? You might see Wentz back in again. But I think they... Eagles definitely don't want to put Wentz back in this game if Jalen's going to start. I think that this is going to be a game that's probably never really in doubt, but is always within reach. Saints win, Eagles cover. Birds. Well, what's the line at? Oh, you don't have to Seven. Okay. I'm taking the Saints. I'll take the Eagles, and I'm willing to bet on it. All right, I'll bet you 20 bucks. The Jalen Hurts era has started in Philadelphia, and I'm going to tell you right now, when this kid gets a chance to get into a real camp and practice with the team when this COVID thing's over, the Eagles have themselves a find. I've never even heard of him. He is a leader and a proven winner at two prestigious universities in Oklahoma and Alabama. And, um, you know, a lot of people are giving comparisons to like a Dak Prescott. Um, I think from a leadership standpoint, that's a very good comparison. Um, although we're probably not giving Dak as much credit as we should. Uh, he's going to, he's going to be better. Anyway, first game I like the Eagles against the Saints. I like the Eagles. Okay. This is going to be, uh, I'd probably play the under here. I think it's going to be a tractor pull, and that's how the Eagles, that's the only way the Eagles can cover. They're not going to get in a shootout, and Taysom Hill is not going to put up 40 on the Eagles. So um, I would say birds to the under. All right. Um, next game up is Washington at San Fran, and this is minus three. Can we take a moment to gloat on the outright winner's pick Oh, of Washington right. against the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers last week. You heard it here first. The biggest plays last week were 
Pittsburgh losing to Washington and Buffalo. Uh, big, big, big. We talked a lot about Buffalo last week, but they're, they're coming up next, so we can jump into that one. But Buffalo got their first Monday night game, their Monday night win. Uh, so do you have anything on the Washington-San Fran game? I'm on Washington again. San Fran's a fraud. They're a three-point favorite. Was Al- Alex I Smith love Alex Smith. Started now, in San Fran, right? This is what I was going to say is he did start in San Fran, and this is, this, my friend, is your revenge game. So well, does Andy Sean, Dalton really have any reason to be mad at Cincinnati when he comes back in there to play with the Cowboys? No. Does Alex Smith have any reason to be mad at San Francisco? Absolutely. If you don't, well, who did they? You, was it Colin Kaepernick? It was Colin Kaepernick. So San Francisco had an Alex Smith that was an absolute stud, um, <clears throat> and got rid of him for Colin Kaepernick. Then he went to Kansas City and then jumped over to Washington, right, with a big free agent contract. So I see Alex Smith really wanting to come back to San Fran and win this game. I don't know how you can go against Alex Smith until he proves that he loses. Again, Washington's my pick to win the NFC East. Do you worry at all, though, like them, you know, last week beating the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers? A letdown? A huge upset. Now they have to travel across the country. I would, but I think their defense their defense is going to travel here. I'm not really worried about it. Typically, this could be a letdown situation after you uh, beat a team like Pittsburgh there. Uh, but remember, Pittsburgh's you know in a different conference. So I don't know how emotional Washington got over that game. Well, they look pretty emotional. Like that one guy, the defensive guy, I don't know his name, but they kept showing him on TV. Um, so he looked pretty stoked to have done that. So... I don't know. That's the thing that I worry about. I think it's probably going to be a close game either way. I mean, I don't see it being. Do you like San Francisco? Um, I mean, I would probably take the points on this so and, like and Washington. think it's going to be a close game. Yeah. All right. I, I'm on Washington, too. Um. All right. So next game up is Pittsburgh at Buffalo. And what did this open at and what's it at now? Pittsburgh opened as a two and a half point favorite. People are betting Buffalo. Buffalo is now a one and a half to two point favorite in some places. And though this got flexed right out to the evening game. It's an eight twenty game, yeah, on Sunday night. <clears throat> um, so obviously a big game here. Should be a good game. Um, I am going to go with Buffalo here. I think that if you look at the teams that Pittsburgh has faced, I mean, they haven't really faced a dominant offense like the Bills are. Like they played Washington. Baltimore, Jaguars, Bengals, Cowboys, Browns, Eagles. Um, so, and uh, I don't know exactly what happened to Pittsburgh's run game, but they don't seem to have one anymore. John Connor's been out, right? Um, well, I guess he was out with the COVID. Well, but last even, week he was back, right? But the week before it was a lot he was of out. Uh, But even the week before he, he was there, um, but they just didn't use him much. So, I mean, Pittsburgh is very one-dimensional at this point. I mean, even, like, the wide receivers aren't really, you know, that great. Um, so they're really – their defense is their best attribute. Um, Not a big fan of Juju Smith-Schuster? No. I like him. Oh. Um, and um, you also have Big Ben on the road here. Um, so I think I just think Buffalo is much more – balanced 
You lose one game and everybody jumps off the bandwagon. And I think that they've played, you know, more competitive teams than Pittsburgh has. And I think that they're, it seems like their coach coaching staff is really coming into each game with kind of a game plan designed for the opponent. Um, and I think he's going to do that here. What? Nothing. Um, this is a good game plan designer. I think so. And that's the one thing I like is the coach that really kind of focuses on the opponent versus unlike Tomlin, who just kind of comes in with his approach. This is our team. This is what we do. And this is what we're going to do. So, I mean, I think both teams are going to be fired up to play this one, but I'm going to go with Buffalo. What are your thoughts? Well, I agree. Sean McDermott's a pretty good coach, and I think he hasn't playing well. Last week, I went against Pittsburgh outright and went with Buffalo. I'm flipping it this week. I like the other side. I think a lot of people, there's a lot of talk about Buffalo, and I think this is a situation where we've talked a couple, about a couple games in the uh, last three weeks maybe that's jumped out to me where I think people are changing the line and betting heavy on one side based off of just last week's performance. And I think this is a similar situation where people weren't expecting Buffalo to win. They went in Monday night, won that game. People are high on Buffalo. People are down on Pittsburgh. Let's remember that was their first loss. They are a good team. They do have good receivers. And Ben Roethlisberger is playing some very good football. Not last week. There's a lot of drops. Ben made a lot of stupid throws. I think to get back on the horse, go to Buffalo. This is also the third game in like 11 days for them because of the whole COVID rescheduling stuff. That's true. That's true. I think it normalizes a little bit more. And what, what night was that game that they played? Um, was that Monday? Well, they played a Wednesday and then moved to a, was to a, a Tuesday. Was the Monday 5 o'clock game? Oh, that's right. It was Tuesday and then coming back Monday. Was it Wednesday? Could have been Wednesday coming back Monday. Wednesday, Regardless, Monday. I like Pittsburgh here. Wednesday, Monday. And I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, this is a tough game. Like, you know, two really good teams. Uh, it sounded like you felt pretty pretty strongly, like confident level in Buffalo. I, I have high confidence in Pittsburgh in this game. I think it's another bet. All right. Yeah. All right, $20. We got two $20 bets. One on just the birds, right? Birds, New Orleans. Yeah. Another one. All right, mark write, it that, down. write it down. Pittsburgh, Buffalo. I got Pittsburgh. You got Buffalo. I'm kind of surprised you're on Pittsburgh there. I like them. Hmm. I, I know I'm a big Buffalo. I've been pounding the chest on Buffalo, and I've, I feel like I have a good feel on Buffalo. And um, it's not as much of a good feel on Buffalo here as I think Pittsburgh's going to bounce back. And um, I think Buffalo played like Josh Allen looked great last week, right? That's probably the best I've ever seen him throw the ball. Um, but let's, it's one game. Let's not get crazy. Well, I don't know why you're just looking at last week and they played a lot of good games and he's looked great in a lot of games. Oh, and I've taken them, but I'm looking at the Pittsburgh Steelers who have one loss in the season. And I think they're legitimate after beating teams like the Eagles and the Cowboys and the Bengals. We'll see. I'm pretty sure if we went back to the po podcast and looked at where we're head to head against each other, who would you think has a better record? I don't know. But what I was interested in, what I was thinking was maybe we should go back and look at our record of games we agree on versus games we disagree on. But anyway, 
we're pretty good record with games we agree upon. I would think so. So, all right. And so final game of the week is Baltimore at Cleveland. This is the Monday night game. These teams met in week one. Baltimore won pretty handily, 38 to six. And according to you, Baker looks great. Um, but, and I commented on good it last week, man. Yeah, as we were watching the game and he's standing there with all the time in the world to throw the ball because Tennessee has absolutely no pressure on him. Um, I don't think that's going to be the same thing this week. I think if you look back at the Browns schedule, the three games where they or two games this year where they got stomped, it was by Baltimore and Pittsburgh, two teams that bring a lot of pressure. You're going to talk about a weak ass schedule. It's Cleveland. Um, so they I'm got on, nine wins. I'm on Baltimore and I feel good about it. They got nine wins. I want to tell you this. I'm going to probably make this mistake and we'll come back and talk about this game. What? But I've been against the Browns and you know, I've been killing the Browns and not a believer. Well, I didn't know really know what to make of the Browns and there's a couple bad weather games kind of really made it tough to get a feel for him. I think Baker Mayfield doesn't do well under pressure. So this is, it's almost, I I can't believe I'm about to do this because I hate Cleveland, but this is a play against Baltimore. Baltimore did not look good against Dallas and Dallas is horrible. And I could have seen where if Dalton had any kind of a clue, could have won that game, could have pulled it out. Um, I know they're coming off the COVID ill effects, and this is kind of a really big test for me to see what Baltimore is going to do. Um, are they going to rip some wins off here in December, easily slide into the playoffs? Or is there a much bigger problem here with Baltimore than just the COVID breakout that had them struggling? Um, they're only seven and five. Let's remember we're talking playoff picture, right? They're a game behind Miami. So they really need this game. Cleveland does not need it as much. They're nine and three and pretty much locked in for a spot for a wild card. So everything would tell you Baltimore trying to push back here. Um, in my mind is lines up with a lot of trends that I would normally go on Baltimore. But again, this is a play against Baltimore. I don't like where they're headed. I don't have confidence that they're going to turn this thing around and get into the playoffs. Well, I don't have confidence that they're going to turn it around and get in the playoffs either, but I think they're going to stop. This week, I'm going to take Cleveland. Cleveland rocks this week. All right. I got a couple here we're heads up on. I know. All right, well, let's make it that one at bat two. 60 bucks on the line. Did you like the Browns I so much? I didn't agree to that. You just kind of like. Well, you've, you felt so confident about it. I'm always like, it. hey, you want to make a bet? And right. then let you do decide. You You're make like, it? hey, 60 bucks, let's go. Do you want to make it a bet? <laughs> yes, I do, actually. Okay. <laughs> let's do it. That's three games. All right, so that'll do it for us for week 14. We'll be back here next week. Peace out. That's a wrap. <laughs>